Should we start? So there's going to be no editing, right? There, I would say there will be very little editing on so, my part. So I should make a drink now to have. <laughs> What'd you say? You should make a drink now, yeah. Well, I, I'm just saying I have a drink but in my okay. hand, but it's almost done. Yeah. But I guess okay, I can like break. get up. What? Drink break. I'll make a drink for me. Colby, do you want a drink? Sure, I'll, I'll have one. Yeah. What are we okay. doing? Tim's got the Tim took the headphone off, so it's just. All right, you I'm gonna go make on. a drink as well. I'm just gonna oh, okay. top myself off. <laughs> 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 it's time for Young versus Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm your host Colby Smith, and I am of course joined by my trusty companion, my friend and yours, Tim Keck. Hey, Colby. Hey, Tim. Here we are talking basketball, talking friends, having a drink. Sharing some headphones. This is how I like my radio. Now, Tim, you mentioned talking basketball. Mm-hmm. And the only person who uh, 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 I know who could complete this. The only person who ever wants to talk basketball with you. With us. <laughs> is Matt Strickland, and he's on the line. Hello, Matt. Hey, sweet friends. I miss you guys. Yeah. Hey, right back at you, buddy. Well, I just miss, I mean, I guess I miss people in general more yeah. so than you specifically, but... Where are we on the list? I mean, definitely... Of all the people you miss. Top, 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 uh, right up there. Okay, top. you don't have to say who, <laughs> but throw a number out for each of us. Top 25? You don't have to say who is all who. Right, one of you I is seven, and the other is 62. Nice. Wow. Nice. <laughs> So top 25 was right for one of us. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> We're averaging weird. out to a top 25. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> We're almost matching the salaries of Michael Jordan and yeah. Scottie Pippen during their championship <laughs> run. Oh, exactly. <laughs> What a that's smooth a, transition. That's yeah, that's oh, a perfect yeah. transition to talking about uh, the last dance, which is the our topic for discussion today is the first two episodes of the ESPN documentary series on Michael Jordan have aired two months earlier than they were supposed to air, and we're going to talk about them today. Mm-hmm. Matt, you're a lifelong basketball fan, correct? I love basketball, NBA basketball. Yeah, I love it. I'm a big NBA basketball fan, big Knicks fan. Yeah. I'll tell you, as a Knicks fan, you know, obviously, Jordan, Knicks, big rivalry of the early 90s, a lot of brokenhearted uh, games at our expense have come Uh via via Jordan. But I think for me personally, I was, I was, uh, I think a little too young to really give care that much about like the 92 Knicks. So right. I still, I have no, uh, a lot of Knicks fans have some animosity towards Jordan. I don't really, because by the time uh, the Knicks weren't, it, the rivalry was much cooled by the time I really became aware of, uh, of basketball. And by then you're just in, indo- you know, the 90s, you were just indoctrinated to love everything Jordan. Oh, Space yeah. Jam was like a number one. So you, even as a kid, were like, you were like watching the Knicks lose to Jordan and you were like, I don't like you MJ, but God damn it. Do I respect you? I think I fucking loved it. I loved MJ. (laughs) I loved MJ. I always hated Reggie Miller way more, you know, by the time I like became cognitive, the, 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 the Pacers Knicks rivalry was a much bigger deal than the Knicks. uh, Oh, gotcha. uh, Bulls rivalry. So I've, I always loved Jordan despite his uh, Knicks killer history. 
So wait, when you were just this is a bit of a sidebar, but when you were a kid, were you like aware of the series where the Knicks missed that layup in the last seconds of that? You mean the finals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, what game was that? Can you set the scene? It was games. It was game. It was game seven. Game seven. I think Patrick Ewing missed like a bunny four footer or something. Yeah, but that was in the. Wasn't that in the? That was after, the that was against the finals? Rockets. No, right. that was finals. It was game seven, the finals, or maybe it was game six. I'm having a, a little bit of a hard time remembering, but it was either game six or game seven. Patrick Ewing missed like a four-foot shot uh, being defended by Hakeem uh, to lose the finals. That was during the time when Jordan was retired. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I or, you, you know, quote-unquote with- retired, maybe suspended. Right. Well, we'll get into that later. Okay. <laughs> I have a feeling that... the doc's not going to touch on that, but <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll talk about it enough. I thought the, you, I like the uh, Reggie Miller uh, winning time doc, oh, which I'm sure yes. you hate, but it's I a mean, great doc. It's a great doc, uh, but yeah, I mean, I hate Reggie Miller, but, but that's what I was doc. thinking of. Was the Patrick Ewing? He missed like a bunny. He missed like a layup in that. Yeah, to go to like the finals. You know, Patrick Ewing's. Missed a lot of layups <laughs> that we desperately not, needed. Not a great layup guy. I know Bill Simmons has the Ewing theory, but where does Matt Strickland, Knicks fan, stand on the man? Ewing. Patrick Ewing. I mean, he's like he's definitely a top five Nick of all time. He's great. He 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 gets so that much- makes him like not even the top hundred NBA players. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you, sir? You're talking about proud history that goes back to Walt Frazier. Um. He's I I I'm I've always had a soft spot for you know I was always more of like a Charles Oakley fan the Anthony Masons like oh, sure. the Bruisers who would like beat you up in the parking lot afterwards I like <laughs> yes. Patrick I liked Patrick Ewing but he was um you know a little softer than them he's a, well he just got his knees went out pretty early in his career so he was he was always like carried him he was always propped up by New York as like a top you know top guy on a championship team and he just wasn't as good as. The Jordans, Hakeem, yeah. Barclays of the world. But, I, I mean, I, much love. I didn't realize that Oakley was on the Bulls for a minute. Yeah, he was uh, Jordan's best friend. I, they didn't really touch on that trade too much in the doc, but um, part of the reason they traded him is because, like, him and Jordan were, like, big-time partiers yeah. together. They're, like, best oh, yeah. friends. Even, like, to this day, like, when if you look at the rosters of, like, when Jordan was on the Wizards, it's, like – why is 45-year-old Charles Oakley on this team? And it's just because, yes. like, Michael Jordan, he's Michael Jordan's best friend. He, I think he has a salary currently for the Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> is that true? I, I'm pretty sure that's true, yeah. He's that's like, incredible. I have no idea what his title is, but I'm sure God. it's like... <laughs> so Michael Jordan is just like the Adam Sandler of the NBA, where he just, like, <laughs> has this crew of friends who just, he looks like, gives money to to just, like, have these roles in his movies. A hundred percent. Oh man, he's not spending that money on players. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> back Biombo. <laughs> but yeah, there's a there's a very like small Oakley moment in this in the doc in the first oh, episode I loved where, it. where he's just like it's like them uh, on the team in like '84 '85, and he's just like he's literally pushing Michael Jordan around. <laughs> he like Betty slaps Scottie Pippen <laughs> in the face. <laughs> Charles Oakley is a god. They need a ten-part series of Charles. <laughs> yeah. <10. laughs> if they can do ten on Jordan, they can do ten on Oakley. Ten on Oakley. I'll tell you Definitely. this: one of one of the more like cringe, embarrassing experiences of my life was I had to call my credit card company. You know, 
I had to call my credit card company because I got like locked out of my account and they, you know, they have the security. Gambling. You can write your own security questions sometimes. And so this woman on the phone had to be, <laughs> I heard her sigh. This is what she did. I was like, oh yeah, can you just read me my security question? <sighs> Who is the most badass Nick of all time? <laughs> <laughs> and I had to be like, oh yeah, Charles Oakley, thanks. <laughs> I've changed the question though, everyone. Yes. So, <laughs> yes. Just revealing your security question. How many guesses do you get? Having the woman, <laughs> you having the, yeah. I mean, that is the funniest thing. Right? Just like at five times in, you're just like, God, who is it? Yeah. Spreewell, Mason, yes. Derek Harper. <laughs> but Tim, what was your, as a kid, your relationship to Jordan as like a, was he like a sports hero for you growing up? I would say Space Jam. Mm. And I would say um, probably not a big deal to me from a basketball perspective. Interesting. I don't think I really got into basketball in the same way until uh, he was probably on the Wizards. Yeah. And then, I mean, my the, the, the first thing I, like, really remember about Jordan was, like, he didn't make, like, the first round of, like, like, he wasn't on first team for the All-Stars, and so somebody sat out so he could start, you know? And it was like, oh, this guy isn't good anymore, but he's Michael Jordan. Stuff. Yeah. There was always this myth around this guy. Um, I mean, it was crazy in the dock just to see it, like, go back and to have him in, like, his sophomore season dropping, like, 60 points on the Celtics oh is insane. That's I mean, crazy. I don't After think anybody out for the, the whole did. year. He had been out for the whole year, basically. The, before yeah, the right foot. I mean, it's crazy. It's so cool. It's really crazy. Against one of the only other contenders for, like, greatest team of all time is that 86 Celtics oh, team. Oh, yeah. I mean, and he's it, just like going him to we were talking about this a little earlier today too about the way he talks about himself in that strip part of the doc is so funny to me where he's just like he's like they put me in and i just went ballistic it was like unleashing a caged dog <laughs> i love i really wish jordan had like a joe rogan style podcast where he just talked for three hours i hope this he is talks like, for three hours to like to like the same guest that joe would like to bernie sanders yeah <laughs> is kurt messenger on yeah, <laughs> oh my god jordan is such a funny i mean he's still like the most electric amazing sports personality because he's so great that he can back up all his like confident bluster but he's also so petty and such a like yeah. a piece of shit oh yeah like him talking about scotty pippen's salary thing where yeah. he's just like to this day i think scotty was wrong to like pull that shit and like well, not play all those games and also it's like, meanwhile he has the so i actually i found this article it's a okay. bus, it's a business insider article from 2014 so it's um it's a it's talking about lebron james salary that year when he was he was still on the the heat but i just was i was trying to find what Jordan's contract situation was it at that time when he signed it and in 97-98 season he made 33 and a point uh, one million dollars oh and God. and at the time of this article it says in the 99 he made 33.1 million dollars it's still the highest single season NBA salary ever that's incredible so as of 2014 he was still he says at the time the salary cap was twenty six point nine million, and the average, <laughs> the average NBA team payroll was thirty two point seven million. And Jordan's making thirty three million because I couldn't remember what the salary cap rules were at the time, but 
there was a salary cap that you couldn't go over, but you could go over to pay your own players, sort of like how ne- you can do now, but there was no maximum salary. And so like Jerry Reinsdorf like wanted two million. to- He went from like 2 million yeah. up to 32. So Jerry Reinsdorf could have paid him 100 million that season. That goes like those were the rules at the time. Uh-huh. Um, and now they changed it, you know, after the lockout to be like a percentage of what the salary cap is, is the max. But so Jordan's saying all this shit about like, Pippin, who's taking care of like two invalids in can you say yeah. is that a bad word no no, no. <laughs> i don't know i i respect i respect your your you saying that i have but... no idea if you can say that <laughs> all right well he's taking care i'll of... tell you what it didn't sound good man <laughs> it didn't sound good to hear he's taking care of two disabled people well, that sounds like, way better the most underpaid athlete for like eight years and jordan's making like as much as whole teams yeah and he's like bitching about scotty pippen i feel like to, to talk about the scotty pippen thing what they what the documentary is like implying but not like out and out saying is that like scotty pippen is like from the poorest of the poor backgrounds and like he sees seven year contract at like six million dollars or whatever it is and he thinks oh awesome like that's security for like me and my family guaranteed for seven years like he doesn't know that he he could like negotiate that to hire he's like he needs to you know he's like he's not used to like seeing that kind of money it's a super huge failure on his agent's part because like that is literally 100%. their their fucking job like right like these guys aren't you know you know a lot of times aren't great business minds you know so it's like yeah. They're, you're fucking getting paid to like get this guy paid. Yes. So I don't know who his agent was, but fuck you, man. <laughs> but that was the same thing. Like Barkley was in a similar boat, right? Didn't he end up signing like a ten-year contract or something like fucking insane? But they were all signing when the when the entire like NBA like the cap for a team was like seventeen million dollars, and now it's like ninety-eight million dollars. I don't even know what the cap is now, but it's like almost triple digits. Yeah. It's I crazy. Know. It's 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 They're making so like, much more money now. People riding the bench now are making more money than Jordan made for like the majority the, of his career. Yeah, yeah, for like the first start of his career. Oh um, yeah. I think and now you Jordan's, like, go Jordan's ahead, go career. Ahead, Jordan's career. I'm looking at basketball reference right now. Jordan's all the money he made for basketball, not including off court, is ninety three million. That's like Terry Rozier made that in one contract. <laughs> Five year contract, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. But he's also like a billionaire now, so I think the yeah. I mean, I don't feel him. bad for Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He owns the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, <laughs> he paid oh Terry God. Rozier. He's the one who paid him. Yes, yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> think he gave them the talk, like you know, like a dad on prom night giving his son the car. Like, yeah, yeah. listen, you know, I, you know, I didn't have these opportunities when I was your age. It's yeah. more money than I ever made in my life. I want you. I want you to look me in the eye, shake my hand, and tell me you're going to be the best basketball player in the NBA <laughs> next year, Terry Rozier. So now I don't think that's Michael Jordan's parenting strategy. No, I don't think so. He's probably just crying on the sidelines. Dude, he looks baked out of his mind. So it's like those he... like red eyes and With stuff. With those scary I sunken wonder, red I eyes. I wonder if that's an, that's an alcohol thing. The like the red eyes thing. I mean, he does have like a like a pretty tall glass of whiskey next to him the whole yeah. every interview. Entire, and a cigar, every right? interview is that like that like cut glass decanter next to him. Oh man. And you know that, like, that interview is probably three hours, like, conservatively. So how many – and there's ice in that glass. So I don't know how many whiskeys he's having over the course of that interview. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So my childhood associations with Jordan are like my Sorry, dad. I forgot had, to ask. What'd you say? I forgot to ask you. I don't, I don't want, want you to ask me, Tim. This is I my show. I don't want to ask you now. This is my show. Colby, tell me about your childhood impressions. Tim, thanks for asking. So like my dad had the had the Bulls games on all the time, uh, and like I knew that he and Scottie Pippen were like the biggest deal that you could get. So like Jordan comes back to play for the Wizards, in the early two thousands. My entire that's the 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 Washington Wizards, the Washington D.C. Wizards, which we are like three hours away from. So we go to the MCI Center, which is like now the the Verizon Center in like downtown D.C. And I'm like I'm like ten years old maybe when we do this 10 or 11 and we go and it's just like like we got like seats on the first level so we're like pretty close to the court we're like pretty close to the to the wizard's bench and it's just like holy shit like that's michael jordan and we're just like so glad like we're not super close to him but i could like like throw a frisbee at him and hit him with it you know like (laughs) it's like the coolest thing and so then like the game is going on and i forget who they're playing but they're like down by two points in the in the last like getting into like the last seconds of the game and of course they get the ball to jordan he shoots he misses the wizards lose the game (laughs) (laughs) and i remember being like no (laughs) my hero it's like we never i'm not saying i was like 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 crazy into basketball as a kid to where I like, I worship this guy, you know, but I was still, I went in knowing like who he was and like what the deal was. And I was like, they got to get Jordan the ball. And then he shoots and just fucking blows it. It was crushing. I really think that single experience made me who I am today. (laughs) That's why you have no heroes. Yes. I have an important follow-up question. Hmm. How far can you throw a frisbee? <laughs> I would say like 200 yards. 200 yards? If you had to, I don't know, throw an object as far as you could, how, where on the list does frisbee rank as your go-to uh, ballistic <laughs> Well, I'm not trying weapon. to hurt him, Tim. I mean, I'm trying you, to get his attention. I don't know. I've never seen you throw a frisbee. I'm just wondering, you know, you could have gone baseball, basketball, I'm javelin. I was, I was like 10 or 11. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not throwing a football and hitting him. He's too far away for that. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. It's a child's frisbee. Yes. Because I was. And then he signs it and throws it back. That's the dream. A child. Yeah. R.I.P. He signs it, throws it back. Yeah. It was my R. mean R. Joe childhood. Green moment with uh, R.I.P. Childhood. I just kissed my fingers and then threw them up in the air in a peace sign. Yeah. That was sick. watching at home. That was really sick. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, dude. You know, I do all this cool shit that you know, just isn't captured just visually. Yeah, it's a real shame this isn't like a YouTube live stream. Yeah, I'm a visual podcaster. I got to uh, Rush Limbaugh this thing and just like stream the entire show. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, man, I wish you were Rush Limbaugh. In the early days of the station, uh, we had someone who used to do that, like Facebook Live streamed her entire show, and she got screamed at. Uh, at a meeting once because it was taking traffic away from the Radio Free Brooklyn stream. That sounds right. Which is how we get, um, uh, you know, like, uh, not advertisers, but like donations and that kind of thing. So um, we'll not be doing that because the same fate does not await me. I am a good boy. Matt? Yes. <laughs> any uh, any moments from these first two episodes uh, uh, stick out to you as like, this oh like this was worth it 
I mean, there were so many. Yeah. There were so many. I mean, the number one, the the Charles Oakley moments all were great. I liked as just like a big time NBA nerd, it was nice to see like random lost NBA figures pop up. Like, oh, Sidney yeah. Moncrief. Like, yeah, I forgot how great he was in like the early eighties. And it's nice to see, you know, him just like pop up for a second. Yeah. Um I loved I, I'm hoping we're gonna get more Dennis Rodman in the future. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure I we cannot are. wait. I love him so much. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, I really, I really liked all of the, um, you know, I, I, I read the Jordan rules a while ago, um, you know, years ago. So I don't, I, I have a hard time remembering what's, what's in what, but, uh, mm-hmm. I really just enjoyed getting to know Jerry Krause a little bit more. I know he, he, he pops up in that book, but, uh, I had just forgotten who he was cause you know, he hasn't been around the league since like 2003 or something. Boy, would uh, I love to talk about Jerry Krause for a second. Oh, let's talk about, I mean, he is, they're setting him up to, he's like the villain, right? He's the guy who broke up the championship yes. roles. So like, Maybe unjustly is, so. <laughs> unjustly the villain or unjustly broke up the Bulls? Not the, no, 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 no. He definitely unjustly broke up the Bulls. Like it was an insane thing to do. But the owner is like, being required. I forget the owner, owner's name, but he's sitting there like, yeah, you know, this guy just wanted to destroy the Bulls. And it's like, you're, you own the team. Yeah, yeah. You, you own this guy. Yeah. Fire I mean, him. Reinsdorf is definitely, like, he's getting off easy. I'm yeah. convinced he's an idiot, and he's going to try and paint this guy who, by the way, is dead Yeah, <laughs> in the worst light possible. Yeah, the guy who looks exactly like Peter Bogdanovich. Oh, my God. He looks like that guy that's being <laughs> he mean does from look 90 like Peter Fiance. Yes. Like, put him in, like, a cravat, and it's Peter Bogdanovich. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Reinsdorf as Melfi's therapist at the Sopranos. Also, like, a notoriously, like, cheap, shitty owner. Not just about the Pippin stuff, but, like, even coming into, like, you know, the next 25 years of the team. Just, like, super cheap and never wanted to pay anyone. Yeah. Um, Is the Bulls, like, a shitty franchise for Jordan to, like, have happened to? Like if we were if we were ranking franchises that deserve to have Michael Jordan, is the Chicago are the Chicago Bulls even like in the top ten? I think place? at the time they would not have been. I don't think they would have been at all. I think they're like only relevant now because of Jordan. Because of Jordan, yeah. I mean, they had like no history of success before before Jordan. It was like I think maybe they had like one or two good years of like Artis Gilmore after the NBA. You know, it's like we were talking Bob Love. You're talking. Jerry Sloan as a player, they had like no, pretty pretty much no history of of success uh-huh. uh, pre Jordan, and you know post Jordan you've had like some pretty great teams. You had like the the, the peak Derrick Rose stuff, but uh, no, the, the the Bulls don't, and especially Jerry Reinsdorf. It's hard to say what franchise deserves it because every franchise has gone through so many like different owners and GMs, and like obviously the Knicks deserve them the most, but like I never want anything good to happen. In, James Dolan ever. <laughs> so, I would rather live my whole life never experiencing a Knicks championship than ever letting him touch that trophy. Yeah. It is kind of funny though talking about like 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 franchise standings and stuff. Like it's kind of, it's an interesting thing like knowing 
where these teams are now and just like the way that they get talked about then uh like even in like doc where people are just being like everybody was afraid of the pistons and they would just like <laughs> they would just like beat the crap out of everybody <laughs> who was on the floor and it's just like imagine someone saying that about the pistons now like i know this is like a fairly yeah. trite observation about the passage of time <laughs> <laughs> But with the Pistons specifically, I was like, oh, we have gotten old. (laughs) All these giant men just punching each other in the face. I mean, it sounds horrifying there. Uh, I do hate the fucking Pistons, though. Those 80s Pistons. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever watched the Bad Boys doc? Oh, the Bad Boys doc is amazing. I have not watched this one. Watch the Bad Boys doc and you'll start like, training as an assassin so you can kill bill lambeer what are you talking i fucking loved bill lambeer Fuck bill, bill lambeer oh, the man. biggest piece of Here we shit go. if bill lambeer Here was on go. your team you would love bill lambeer he'd be your guy i mean he sort of was he's basically charles oakley right <laughs> yeah he's the same dude no but bill lambeer is even a shittier person because he's like he comes from such a rich family he's just like a rich wasp <laughs> like <laughs> He is. He's a wasp. He's a wasp who kicks ass and protects Isaiah <laughs> Thomas, the slighted Isaiah Thomas. If We're Duke University was a person, that's Bill Lambeer. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I don't know where he went to college, but it was almost certainly Duke. Yeah. Um, um, I sidetrack. Talk- I sidetrack. Yeah, no, it's okay. I want to talk for a second about, about uh, um, like Jordan and Pippen's like different energies. Oh, by the way, Bill Ambeer went to Notre Dame, so I was right. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That's not nearly as funny as Duke. (laughs) No, but it's the same. Maybe funnier. It's It's the exact same vibe. It's pretty similar. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Sorry again. No, no. Uh, But it's so funny watching Jordan just still be like, get fired up about this stuff that happened a while ago, where he's just like eighty-six. Like I put up sixty points. Like I was unleashed at Cage Dog, and then they cut to Scottie Pippen being like, um. I didn't realize at the time that my salary was so low compared to other guys. You're right. Scotty Pippen's the one who needs a podcast. Absolutely. Every episode is three hours just because he can't get a word out. <laughs> He's just stammering over himself. So, um, I'm here today with, um, David Chang. <laughs> Mama Fuku's doing some pretty exciting stuff right now. Kind of like how me and Michael used to do some pretty exciting stuff on the court. <laughs> David, there's a lot of changes in the uh, in the restaurant business. Care to elaborate? Oh man. We need him on Ugly Delicious. We do need Scotty Pippen on Ugly him, Delicious. Him and David Chang in Saudi Arabia just eating falafel together yeah. or whatever the fuck it is that they hunted down. Just in a shawarma stand. Yes. Like just hunkered down. Oh, man. People Ooh. freaking out that it's Scotty Pippen. How excited would you be to see Scotty Pippen if you saw Scotty Pippen? Somewhere? I feel like I'd be pretty excited. Yeah. If you saw Michael Jordan somewhere, you'd be like way fucking more excited. Scotty Pippen was uh, uh, um, announcing or doing the halftime show or something at this Nets game that uh, uh, me and Hallie saw was right before the season got started. Really? Um, and uh, it was like really exciting. He was like standing on the court before the thing started. It Did was he cool. still sound like that? 
Give it up for your Brooklyn. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, we got the Brooklyn Nets here tonight. You know, you make him sound like a Family Guy character. (laughs) Just Cleveland. (laughs) Just Cleveland from Family Guy. (laughs) One of the funniest things, one of the funniest moments that he has in the doc is when when, uh, he's like, yeah, Jordan got me a set of golf clubs. And they're like, oh, that must have been nice. And he just goes, no, he wanted to take money from me. (laughs) (laughs) Man. I didn't realize that Scotty was younger than Michael Jordan. Are they wait? Are they the same age, or Scotty went to college? No, Scotty's younger. Scotty is younger. Yeah. For some reason, I just always thought he was older. I don't really. Oh, right. I think you're right. He's four years younger. Yeah. Well, he looks he looks older. Jordan's got Jordan. It it it, it's it's strange how he not only was like the best player ever, but also like he is incredibly handsome and charming. Like Jordan looks great. That's like another thing about the doc that it was. It was just really cool and interesting to see as you see young Jordan. You're like, of course, this guy became a star. He's like super charismatic. Yeah. Like even more so. Like LeBron has a sort of a similar vibe. He's got like a million dollar smile. He's great. Yeah. But like not. He's no. He's not Jordan. Not no. Not in the same way. They they have a clip of Jordan in the documentary where he is like he has like just won his like freshman year season or something, and he's MVP uh, of the team, and he's like giving this speech, and he's like. He's just like, he's got this like wry smile and he's just like, I don't know. I'm just a freshman uh, trying to have a good time here at college. And then people laugh and he's like, uh, I'd love to have a better time and win two, three or four more of these things. <laughs> <laughs> and like everybody goes crazy. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's a guy who like belongs in the spotlight. He yeah, like yeah. knows exactly, like he knew exactly how to handle it when he was 18. Man, it is like, I guess the closest parallel which i guess i'm getting more and more as like having like really coming to basketball more like when kobe was playing yeah is like kobe is not on the same level as jordan right but they have the same traits which i think they're i mean i think they're gonna probably talk about is like kobe imitating a lot of what jordan did yeah but they're both very charismatic it seems like very like yeah. well-spoken they say the right things yeah yeah, yeah. they've got this intensity around them yeah uh tim you and i were talking about this a little bit the other day where it's like it, it it had to be so interesting being like a young guy on like the 98 bulls because like right. Jordan is essentially the coach of the bulls <laughs> by this point. Like I'm not trying to like minimize like Phil Jackson or whatever he like, and, like whatever his role is. Cause like he is the legend and a God. Uh, yeah. But like there's all that footage of Jordan, like yelling at guys on the court in practice. And it's just like, I would be so much more interested in how that guy thinks of me than the coach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently, like, Jordan, part of the reason the 98 Bulls broke up is because Jordan refused to play for any coach that wasn't Phil Jackson. So, yeah. probably, like, Phil gave him exactly the amount of rope that Jordan wanted. And, yeah, you know. Um, I mean, that is – that's awesome. That's so cool that he did that. Like, yeah. that's my guy. Have you ever read Sacred Hoops, Phil Jackson's no. first book? Uh-uh. Uh, it's good. It's good. I would love. I mean, to it's read like that. some it's some hippie bullshit, but it's like there's some good. He dropped some good knowledge. Yeah. 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 Dude, him, I, I, I have a ahead. question. Yeah. This and I don't mean this in like a hyperbolic way. I, I want you to like actually consider. As you want, Matt. I I want you to consider this as like a real question. Okay. Do you think Michael Jordan is a sociopath? Okay, interesting. 
So I think he is. I just finished watching The Sopranos, and you know <laughs> they have that thing towards the end. I don't want to spoil it for anyone. This is not going to be a big spoiler, but they talk about how Tony is maybe a sociopath, and he's learning through therapy how to like trick people better. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I feel like when you were talking about Jordan in the spotlight, it made me, it reminded me of that. He's, he's, he's like so good at learning how to like craft his narrative and, and trick people. I yeah. think there's a pretty good chance that he might be, but I would, I'm curious what you guys think. I, I think that is, I think it's a different thing, but I, I think you definitely hear about that. Like with LeBron too, about how like his public image is like sociopathic like everything he does in the public light is meticulously planned out and presented mm-hmm. to us as like a strategy. And I think Jordan pretty clearly adopted that uh, like as a public persona, but it also sounds like from like second, like, you know, people talking about him, it sounds like there was a real guy out there hanging out, like playing cards and like gambling and shit. Like, I think that was the real Jordan. He was probably a ruthless asshole, but I don't necessarily know if it was like, to the, to the same, to the degree that you're talking about necessarily. There is like, <clears throat> for me, the key moment, it was it, it, one of the eps that uh, aired on Sunday night where they were talking, like they were talking about his upbringing and like how competitive he was with his brother. And he like says outright, he like admits that he felt like he had to compete with his brother for his father's attention. So it's like, well, there's everything you need to know about this guy. It's right. like for him, right. winning means love. And if he doesn't win, he will not have love. And like it just like it just hit him from early on that like oh I have to win at everything to be worth a damn and so like I have to be the best and like is there something vaguely sociopathic about that maybe yeah <laughs> uh, like, I, I think like the, homicidal competitiveness and like I think the difference is that, that people it seems like people like Jordan it sounds like Jordan has like people real like friends. Ted Bundy too man you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, sure. Reminds but... me of Ted Bundy in a way. He's like <laughs> That's incredibly. So funny. I mean, okay. Well, then anyone could be a sociopath. <laughs> also, I don't think Ted Bundy was a sociopath. I think he was very rational in his thinking. <laughs> Zach Efron played him did. incredibly well. I didn't see that. That wasn't good. I, I lied there. He oh. was bad. But Ted Bundy's fascinating. I don't. I don't know. I think if you, I. I don't know. Yeah. Can you have a real friendship with somebody like a real connection? if you're a sociopath or I guess then you're just saying it was all put on. Maybe, maybe everything's a lie, man. Maybe they're all sociopaths. Scotty (laughs) talks like it. I don't mean to like bum you out. (laughs) Maybe none Um, of this matters, Matt. (laughs) I remember going back. Maybe the NBA is rigged. Maybe it's all a fictitious thing. It's definitely rigged. You know, the game you scored 63 was actually two extra hours long. and they edited (laughs) it for TV. (laughs) Yeah. Well, nothing was shown live at that. At that we're going to build a star, guys. We're we're desperate for money. You're only making a million dollars a year. Let's <laughs> right. build a star. Is there? I mean, we 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 kind of touched on this earlier. What are the things that we hope that the that it that the documentary talks like touches on as it goes on? Because we have eight hours left of this thing. I don't think it's enough either. I'll say that right <laughs> off the top. <laughs> I could eat, I could use eight more. As soon as I watched the first two, I was like, this can go on forever. I, yes. I, I love mean, this. It's nominally a it should be 30 episodes. Because it's nominally a Michael Jordan doc, but like, yeah, Scotty Pippen deserves like two eps to himself. So does Rodman. I'd watch an episode on Steve Kerr. You know? Well, it sounds like they're doing that. It sounds like there's going to be a Rodman episode. I mean, if they're doing that, if they're like breaking down the team over the last season, I mean, then it could be, it could easily be 20, 20 hours. 100 hours. 
Like it's crazy. Like why is like Jordan alone should be getting ten episodes? Like what? Yeah. Like I want to know about Rodman, but why is Rodman getting a whole hour of this Jordan documentary? I thought this was Michael <laughs> Jordan's doc. Get Rodman out of there. I saw him in the Bad Boys doc. Yeah. Rodman rules. I want more Jordan. Yeah, he Rodman's rules, awesome. but I want more Jordan. I would take any like behind the scenes footage of Jordan over a Rodman interview. Yeah, I, I would. Jordan they should have just filmed it and released it uncut. No <laughs> editing, just all the. It's four hundred hours long. Four hundred hours, and you can just like skim through it. Yeah, it's just Jordan. Sitting yeah, you in his can just like uh, uh, you can scrub through the footage. Like they they give everybody a, a premiere subscription. Yeah, so you just like think about the moment like when they they press record on the camera and then like it's before they ask the first question, but it's like they're checking lights and they're making final adjustments and it's just Jordan sitting in the chair. Just that moment. How fascinating would that be to just watch him like wait, watching Jordan wait. Oh, the interview. Oh my God. See, I was thinking because the other element of this whole like documentary is that they shot, they followed the team around for their last season. Oh yeah. So there's all that footage that has been like, like, talked about in whispers of like all this Jordan, the Jordan footage exists and it's him being an asshole and being like a real person during that last season. But I didn't even think about the interview. Like I I heard the first one, he sat down for three hours and talked Mm -hmm. and just talked to the camera. And I mean, that would be amazing. I would watch a three hour just straight up. Watching like what he wants to answer and what he doesn't want to answer would be incredible. Dude, yeah, okay, just like wait. black to black, watching every second of it from when they press record to when they press stop would be yeah. so good. That would be fascinating. So what the cocaine train palooza, whatever what they called it. The traveling cocaine circus. The traveling <laughs> cocaine circus. Is, was Jordan a, a partying drug guy or was he as straight edge as he's trying to paint himself in this thing? He laughed so hard when they brought up <laughs> the cocaine it, thing. He, he laughed for like a solid like minute. It Jordan would do a bunch of coke, doesn't it? Yeah. I feel like he definitely did a bunch of coke at one point. I feel like if he did drugs, it was coke. And it was a lot of it. Because he needs yeah. to be the best at that, too. Like, there's no way that the guy... <laughs> his, the, his story is like, everyone, but, everyone on the team but me was piled in this hotel room. And I went and knocked on the door and it was like, oh, it's MJ. It's this rookie. Get him out of here. And it's like, there's no way he was just like, okay, guys, whatever you say. (laughs) Also, even in his rookie year, I can't, how much did they talk about this? Like he was a huge star as a rookie. Like he averaged 28 points a game as a rookie. He had won a gold medal earlier that summer. Yeah. I mean, he was drafted third, uh, which like, uh, is like, there was already all this attention on him. And it's like, he's going pro. He's a college. He has a, he's like 19 or 20 years old. That is when you party. Yeah. I think he's full of shit. Yeah. I think so too. Is there any way that Michael Jordan could come out on this documentary and say, I did a lot of cocaine? Well, aren't there like, like could he for the brand? How much money would he lose? If Jordan aren't there was stories? Like, I, did a lot of I don't think he would lose anything. He's fine. Gold. Jordan's yeah. like minted, you know, he's good. Aren't there stories of him like not sleeping for two days straight and then like playing an amazing game? Yeah. Well, like the gambling stories. The the flu game, like the conspiracy around the flu game is he was just like super hungover and hadn't slept all night. And he didn't actually have the flu. And then (laughs) he went out and, you know, he dropped 50 or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. 
That's the stuff God. I want to hear about. I want to hear about the flu game. I want to address I some goss. I want the juicy details. I want the flu game. I want to find out what happened with his dad. I want to find out about his gambling stuff. I want him to talk about the mob conspiracies. All of it, man. I mean, you should just explain the mob conspiracy for whoever's listening to this so who doesn't then, know about that. So one of the That's theories the floating around. It's, I know you, you and me are on the same page about this because we've talked about it before. <laughs> yeah. Is, oh, yeah. Is that basically Jordan was in so much debt from his gambling, which doesn't, I guess, doesn't make a ton of sense because he's, I guess, he was a rich guy at the time. But the idea was that he owed the wrong people a lot of money. And his dad, who in real life was murdered on the side of the road in his car and like yeah. found in his car. And they're saying it was like a mob hit or like a, you know, a gambling debt. And uh, one of the parts, now I'm getting a little fuzzy on it but was some of it had to do with him quitting basketball? Weren't they blackmailing him saying that you need to quit basketball for like a year or something like that? There's a couple theories, but one of them is that David Stern was like, as the league was getting like more and more popular, especially as a like predominantly black league amongst, you know, mostly white fans. uh, David Stern was like, we can't have this kind of scandal. So you need to step away from the game and settle settle your shit and when you're good you can come back so it was like a a suspension for jordan to avoid scandal which again also sounds crazy but i don't know who knows it sounds crazy but i've definitely seen like you know the way stern talked about it where it was all very like he treat he sounded when he's presenting this like it was a short-term thing yeah like the language they're using makes it sound like it was a suspension almost. I mean, all that stuff's super interesting. And all, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a ton of NBA conspiracy stuff. And of course, yeah. Jordan being the most NBA, NBA <clears throat> player of all time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of, another conspiracy is that he was gambling on his own games and they didn't want, they didn't want another Pete Rose. Like, mm, yeah. Cause Jordan, like Jordan, as huge of a gambler as he is, I find it very hard to believe that he wouldn't. And it, Huge gambler, super competitive. He's definitely placing bets on himself, similar to what Pete Rose says. He's not, like, throwing games or anything. Right. Uh, and so they, the other theory is that they found out that he was, you know, point shaving or, or, or just placed gambling on his own games, and uh, that's why he got, like, quote-unquote suspended for a while. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, yeah, I would love... I, 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 too, would like them to touch on this. <laughs> I very much doubt that's they crazy. will, but... That I mean, that's a two-hour doc by itself. On its own, yeah, um, yeah. I I I can't imagine it'll take up too much, but I I am interested in like kind of what we were talking about earlier with like the Kobe thing of like I feel like a big case for what makes him the greatest is how many people like try either like tried to copy his thing or like were inspired by it to like make their own kind of career moves. So I feel like. I'm interested in like what the last two episodes are where it's like, this is the legacy of Jordan in the league and like beyond. Right. Uh, I'm interested in that. I have a question. Here we go. Who do you think is more famous? Michael Jordan, 1998 or Donald Trump now? (laughs) I think maybe Jordan. (laughs) Like who do you think more people around the globe, like know who he is and are fans. And obviously like there, no one's a fan of Trump. Well, some people are, yeah, but not saying, how, saying. not saying how beloved. Just You're like, saying yeah. is is Michael Jordan bigger than the president of the United States? Yeah, yeah. Trump almost now. any given point. You know, like I don't know. I think I think at one point in time, every single person on the planet knew who Michael Jordan was. I I tend to agree. I think Jordan probably, especially like the the culture is like was so much less fractured. You know, 
Like if if those like weird Amazonian tribes that like have had no human contact knew one person, it was probably going to be Michael Jordan. Okay. Yeah. If we're talking maybe about like global politics, I'm sure people are more aware today with the internet and all of that stuff. But yeah. as far as like sheer popularity, I mean, he had a he had a bigger impact on like our society. I'm gonna pop this out so you can hear Matt. We have a special guest joining us. Oh, uh, is it Mike? Hi, Matt. <laughs> Wait, what did he say? He said, "Is it Mike?" Who's Mike? Michael Jordan. Oh. <laughs> it's the Michael Jordan. Can you hear Hallie Haas? I can. Hey, what's up, Hallie? What's up with you, dude? You know, talking hoops. Talking hoops. Living <laughs> life. I can't wait to get in on this this topic. <laughs> what What's your relationship to Michael Jordan, Hallie? Uh, my relationship is I watched the first two episodes. Well, I, I you know, knew the name. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, okay, so this goes to that question we were just talking about. Who yeah, is yeah, more yeah. Famous? I was. We were saying who is more famous, Michael Jordan in 1998 or Donald Trump now? Oh, I don't know. And I think what what would you say, Trump now? We 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 kind of were like it might be Jordan. <laughs> in '98, you, you know, I wasn't just. I just wasn't privy to the the hoop scene in my. In but my, I mean, you 90s. even even you as a child, you're like you're eight years old. I knew who he was. You knew who he Space was at eight years old because right? of Space Jam. Space Jam. You, did you know who the president was? Eight. Yeah. Clinton. You're not even sure now. <laughs> I think we have our answer. It was Jordan. <laughs> it was Jordan. It's always been Jordan. Yeah, I guess. Jordan so. wins yet a, yet another contest. <laughs> He wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, so anyway, you watch this doc. I watch the doc. I'm here to bring the woman's perspective on the doc. Boo! <laughs> Boo! Go back to not making sushi. Oh, actually, I have a question. You're a heterosexual woman. Who is more attractive, like a young Jordan or a young LeBron? Let me bring up some. I, picks. Can I get a pick of a So we have some LeBron. some side by side. I need some. As a hetero man, I gotta weigh in. <laughs> Jordan for sure. Jordan's a babe. Okay, so here he is. When people talk about like LeBron's smile and his charisma and his thing. Here my my fiance Mary, she is a very a huge LeBron aesthetic LeBron fan. Uh huh. What's she doing? Do you want her to weigh in on this? We can. Yeah, let's have that. her. Hold on. You guys. What talk. about that hair though? I need that picture. The of LeBron hair situation is is a detriment. No, no. Jordan is intentionally bald, is and James is fighting the, the good fight Here still. Here we go. This is a good picture. This is good, everybody. yeah. Everybody can. He's everybody like, should Google. Okay, can I now see the other one? Uh, young Michael Jordan, young LeBron. All right, Mary-Kate Doherty's here. Hello! Hello. Look at that one. What's up, Mary? That's a good-looking man right there. He's talking basketball? Yeah, we're trying to settle who is more attractive. <laughs> Who's hotter? Young Michael right. Jordan or young LeBron? All right. Well, I think we're pulling up some pictures. <laughs> um, if I had to guess right now, I would say, uh, oh, what would I say? Is oh, this my. what we're talking about? Yeah. Oh. Oh, with those big lips. <laughs> Jordan's got the, or LeBron's got those lips. Mary, that mm. sound it's, says it all. I think it's LeBron it's for Jordan. Me. Oh. It's Jordan. You think it's Jordan? Jordan's yeah. hotter. Wow, the roles have been reversed. I guess I, uh, I, I feel like LeBron has more joy in his face. 
<laughs> I'm appreciating that. I like I do not I do not like the facial hair. Um, yeah, that's that, one. Did thing. that come later? Yeah. Come yeah. on, adorable. He's adorable. How old is he in this pic? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a 14 year old LeBron. Oh, that's, okay, <laughs> that's what I'm going for. <laughs> all right, all right. What? Not appropriate for your program? <laughs> we all know that Hallie loves teen boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on, he's adorable. He does have the. Well, look. I like grown up Jordan. If that makes me sound more. Uh, well, he's pretty Legal. young in this pic, too. You want 60-year-old Jordan, whiskey in one hand, you know, young, telling stories from you? I want old man Jordan. He's, he's <laughs> also very, very cute. Damn. Mary-Kate wants Jordan 30 years from now. Just yeah. over. I, I'm, I am a young Scotty Pippen gal myself. Okay. That's what I'm into. Option C. Skinny, tall. Not in the running. Young Scotty <laughs> Pippen doesn't hold a candle to either of these giants. Yeah, these are two is, gorgeous studs. This is what you like? That is not. That's what you want? A they dud? They know what I'm talking about. I also wouldn't be able to have sex with a, with a Scotty Pippen. Like, that just sounds like a very small, like a leprechaun. Or like a... <laughs> I'm Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen. I would yes. like to have Scotty Pippen. He has kind of a Jafar vibe. He does, you yeah. Say? And a lot of these with the goatee, he does kind of look like Jafar. He looks like he could be a, like a a villain of Wakanda. <laughs> I think he's really handsome. He's my choice. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just picking anyone. This here he is. I guess you can name any so NBA player. characters from the doc, not just he's a character in the doc. He's a character in. He's and I want that old white man who owns them. Jerry Reisdorf. Jerry Reisdorf. Jerry Reisdorf, the way I love the way he delivers every line. How about, how about this guy? We're looking at. Uh, oh, Slender Man. <laughs> search, search Bill Jackson, 1973. Oh, no, no. Hallie, I, I just want to tell you guys this. Hallie really likes Phil Jackson. I really <laughs> every time, Every time Phil Jackson would talk in the doc, Hallie would go, Oh, I like him. Because he's, he's even peeled and he has a good heart and I trust him. He's not some wacko. Well, you he know, looks like he's made of taffy. You know what you should do is Google Phil Jackson, 1973, click on the first picture and talk talk about those short shorts and that ball you got that nude pic too oh whoa oh, this, pic? this yeah, right first there. picture can you pick press it yo him on the knicks is incredible he's adorable he, he you know who he's he, really cute you know who he kind of looks like is uh young jimmy buffett oh <laughs> yeah. yeah we all know the sexiest man alive <laughs> Yeah, notorious. Notoriously you got a nudie of Phil Jackson here. This is this is based. There is so much He's pornographic. He's so lanky. It's too much. Phil Jackson material. Okay. Like he's made of like a living paintbrush or something. Yeah, it's like Slender Man joined the Doobie Brothers. It is or he looks busy, like the like, Stretch Armstrong toy. How, how built the average NBA player is now yeah. versus like how skinny everyone was in the 70s is crazy. Is that a different Phil Jackson? No, that's him. He's wearing overalls. This in the is the that we're cutest thing at. I've ever seen. That's Wait, a, I look, this is a boy I went to college with for sure. Um, an overall picture? I'm right. saying he looks like a hipster 
mm. cutie. He's he even has one of those funny little bikes. He looks like an Oberlin undergrad, is what Ali is saying. <laughs> I, I was, they don't need to know where I went to school, Colby. <laughs> They'll find out sooner or later. All right. Anyway, have have the ladies. Uh, you know, added enough to this program. Like <laughs> the ladies have sufficiently. <laughs> the only question was like, do. who do you think is hotter? <laughs> you know what? My actual I, I, opinions about the dog. I'll have. I knew nothing about. I just want to say that that question came up when us three dudes were talking alone. Really? Yeah. Yes. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. I love to hear it. We were just brought in as experts, I suppose. Yes, we were. Yeah, expert witness. Wonderful doing business with you. <laughs> oh, it, are we not needed anymore? <laughs> oh, I'm saying. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, All right, who else here. is hot? Who else is hot? Yeah. In the NBA or in general? I don't know, in general. What do you guys think about Ryan Gosling? I think he's extremely attractive. He's extremely attractive. You know, they should have had him in the dock. They should have had just like randos in the dock. Ryan Gosling, Ryan Reynolds. I, yeah, I want. Did, did you, Matt? Did you watch the? Uh, you remember a couple of years ago when Hulu came out with a, a documentary about the Beatles touring years? Do you remember this? Oh yeah, I didn't watch that because I was like, yeah, I know, I get it. They, so I did watch it, and in it, they interview Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> It just like cuts to it's like music historians and then Whoopi Goldberg being like, Lady Madonna, get out of here. <laughs> See, I could use a lot more of that in the Jordan Duck. This Jordan yeah. Duck does definitely need to be 30 hours. And it just needs to be, I want everyone's opinion on every aspect. Yes. Yeah. There's people who just like met him once at a hotel. I don't know. I'm in. Yeah. I love the doc and I can't wait to and what's fun is that I don't know the story at all. Well I didn't until Colby spilled the beans to me in his sleep. But the It's true. <laughs> whenever I whenever I go to sleep, I just like I talk in my sleep and I'm just like, Michael, oh, six rings. Oh. Stop it. Stop it. He's joking, but this is what happened. And I didn't I had no idea what was going to happen. I'm I it's it, I feel as though to me it's less of a documentary and more of a uh, a prestige drama. And I'm really I am, excited to take. see what, you know, I'm like, what's gonna happen next time? Because Jerry Krause is obviously the villain. <laughs> and you know, what shit, but he, he's a villain because he, he has all this hubris. And it's, and he's a, tra he's a tragic flaw, which is that he's short and never thought, you know, he wasn't yeah. good at anything. You're Jerry right, Krause he's, he's, much, he's much like <laughs> Gilgamesh. Oh my God, did you just quote Gilgamesh? Yeah, it's much like the Epic of Gilgamesh. He, yeah, he quoted it in that he said the title of Gilgamesh. Do you think who is Enkidu in <laughs> All right, okay. in this in this documentary? Who is the Enkidu? If if Kraus is Gilgamesh, uh, Enkidu more like Enki don't. Okay, get out of here. <laughs> if you don't appreciate the first book of time, then you're not worth my time. <laughs> Time out. It's Are we breakup <laughs> here on here on Young Person Radio? Every and time with listen. a breakup. <laughs> Goldie's having fun. And when you were saying Gilgamesh, I thought you were talking about the Smurfs this entire time. Now I'm starting to think I'm wrong. <laughs> no, no, Gilgamesh. Now is I'm like, like is work it the of Bible? Classic literature. Okay, Mesopotamian. Yeah. Not the Smurfs. No. Why, not, why am I thinking Smurfs? It's primordial literature. I mean, it's pre-classic. Mm -hmm, right. Mm -hmm. I'm just children's right. shows. 
Yes, it's classic in the same way that uh, Follow That Bird is classic. <laughs> yeah, that's a great movie. Mary, Kate, yeah. Doherty. <laughs> yep. <laughs> who do you think? Who do you think is hotter? Definitely not Dennis Rodman. Papa Smurf. Okay. Or young LeBron. Mmm, <laughs> 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 sexually interesting. I'm gonna go with the human, young LeBron. Nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Papa Smurf. Holy shit! Was there a like a CGI Smurf? Looks thing? like it. Have you guys seen the movie? It looks like Papa Smurf has no genitals at all. So that would be a problem, I think. I guess it would. Yeah. Have you guys seen the movie The Social Network? Yeah. You know how Facebook started with this like hot or not website where they like put pictures of oh, yeah. women in the sororities in Harvard were hotter than each other and then you had to like vote? Yeah. We should like do a website like that, but it's just Papa Smurf and it never changes. <laughs> and just... <laughs> one new picture of a different young celebrity comes up against each one. That's a great idea. And Thank actually, you. Matt's pulling up a lot of Papa Smurf with a penis pictures. So oh, I'm sure that everything changed now. It took all <laughs> one second to get those, I bet. Who has more penis pictures online, Papa Smurf or Phil Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Who hangs more dumb online? Which Papa... Which, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Papa Smurf, Papa John, Phil Jackson. Okay. You know what I think I like about Phil? What? He's even keeled. He just never, he just seems like he's coming at it from the right place. I trust him and I want him to be my coach. <laughs> <laughs> and he would ride you to a championship. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I don't like a coach that's going to assign me like reading. That's what, you know, famously he gives every player on his team a book to read. I and love I, that. I love that. It's in a dime bag of mushrooms and he sends them out into the wilderness. <laughs> Just like Gil, Gilgamesh, that Wikipedia article <laughs> we all read mama. once and memorized I've, to bring up at random I intervals. Have, I have read the book and... Yeah, and you that. fucking loved it. I've you you it, read it every I've weekend. I've also read it in a theatrical adaptation of what? it. <laughs> Gilgamesh, what a great book. The Da Vinci Code, Gilgamesh. And uh, Harry Potter. Those are my shipwreck books. Well, this is a perfect. I'm shipwrecked on an island. (laughs) I'm bringing the epics of Gilgamesh. (laughs) Fucking A, man. Yo, when I'm sick and I'm in bed with a tummy ache, you know what I'm cracking open? A 7-Up and the epic of Gilgamesh. (laughs) God damn. Where's that Instagram filter where you go live and you say, man, which character from Gilgamesh am I? God, I hope it's Gilgamesh, the only character that anyone fucking remembers from this epic ballad that was drawn with sticks and rocks in the fucking mud before somebody typed it out. Oh, Tim felt something about that. (laughs) There are some other really excellent characters in the book, such as the goddess Ishtar. Ishtar! Oh, how could I forget about Ishtar? Ishtar, the goddess, the beauty, the temptress, <laughs> the personification of all evil in this story, the one who tempts Gilgamesh from his righteous journey. Wait, how do you know? Because it's all tropes now, Hallie. <laughs> it's all hack. It's not real anymore. These stories have been told a billion times. Just because you have the first one doesn't make it deeper. Oh. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>